welcome back to the It's On podcast with Obel and Naika. Guys, guys, guys. Ugh, I feel so good about this episode tonight. I feel so good. Um, I hope, I, I really hope this helps a lot because what we saw on tonight's episode or I guess on what I saw on Monday's episode was amazing. I think it's gonna be, it's yeah, the interest is starting to to get there because it was a good it was a good episode. But anyway, before we get to the recap of the Bachelorette, how are you feeling, Nana? I'm feeling good. Do you want to go over any like headlines right now? What's going on? On I know you mentioned there were some things that were happening with. Um, um, the oh, nation yeah. with Nick Vial, and you said you wanted to discuss that. So you know, I don't yeah, I don't know if you remember yet. Blake. Remember Blake from um, yeah. Becca season? Yeah, I remember him. I he's saw currently, him. Yeah, he's currently beefing with um Nick Vial, and it's no over. Way. Um, yeah, basically Nick Vial. Um, and are his, you saying uh, his name his, right? Because for some reason, I feel like you're not saying his name right. Nick Vial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is so Nick basically, Vial? Nick Vial. Okay, so Nick Vial has a girlfriend that's not like in the Bachelor franchise, right? Right. So the girlfriend was basically, um, kind of like provoked and was kind of like chanting, "Hey, Nick, let's release the text that Katie sent you," because Katie went on her social media and posted that she blocked Nick Vial. So Nick Vial's um girlfriend, which is Natalie wanted him to share the te- the last text that um Nick Vial had with Katie and basically Blake called Nick Vial for being a hypocrite because remember when Blake had shared the text between him and um Dean's girlfriend I forgot her name Caitlin um, Caitlin was it Kayla Caitlin Kaylin. Kaylin. Wait. Yeah, Kaylin. Because there when was he, a post that was there was a text message that was shared with Kaylin and and um and Blake. Blake. Remember on like when when Blake was on Bachelor um what was it again um the Paradise the oh, Paradise show you're talking about Blake the one that they that was on um what's Becca her name season. season no um was she was he on Becca season. Oh yeah, yeah, that Blake. Okay, I thought you yeah, were talking about Blake. Blake that was on Katie's season. My bad. No, 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 no. We're talking about Blake that was on Becca's season. Okay. So basically, Blake was calling Nick um out and for being a hypocrite because Blake had shared the text with um Kaylin because he wanted to kind of um prove to the world that he was not like a uh how would I say a man whore. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever they were making him seem as on Paradise, they're making it seem like he was a player. So he kind of like released the text between him and Kaylin. And the text mm-hmm. kind of proved that he wasn't the one that was trying to like sleep with Kaylin. It was Kaylin that was kind of kind of pressuring him to like staying the night over. So mm-hmm. when he released those texts, Nick Vial was very critical about him and mm-hmm. said that, you know, he was a terrible person for doing it. So now that Nick Vial released the text from Kate, um, the girl that you don't really like. What's her name again? I don't know. Kate. You like her, so. Oh my gosh. Kate. I'm not going to try to remember it. Kaylin. Kaylin? 
Oh my gosh, what's her name? The girl that started dating Blake. Her she name. Her. This... Let's just say her. Let's just say her. It sucks to just say her. We it should actually suck. give we know, people content. We know. We know who you're talking about. We could just move on. Katie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you remember it was Katie? No, I didn't. Okay, so basically, um, so Caitlin Bristol got involved and was kind of calling Nick Vial out as well and saying that he's a hypocrite and that it's kind of like weird that he was calling um, Blake out when he is basically doing the same thing. So that's the really drama that's and been going Nick, on. And then why did Nick respond? He responded on his podcast saying that actually there's a difference between what I did versus what Blake did. Blake was actually trying to make himself look good. But him, he's saying that um, he was honestly, I'm not on Nick's Vial side. I usually I usually kind of like when Nick Vial like give his opinion about what's going on on The Bachelor. I I 100 like 99 percent of the time I usually agree with him. But in this instance, I'm not agreeing with his logic saying that, oh, he's not being a hypocrite. To me, he's being a hypocrite because you release um, confidential text messages and you are going after Blake for doing what you're currently doing right now. And it's just unfair. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's, I, I want to ask you boring this. Drama. Is Nick Vial's podcast part of Bachelor Nation or that's his own thing? That's his own thing. I usually oh, listen really? to him. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was part of Bachelor Nation. That's nice. It's not. Nice. It's his one thing. He gets money for it. I know. That's nice. And all he gets all the money. Like they they don't yeah, have to pay him. That's true. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because so I know making... what's his name. Um, the other, like, um, Mike talking. Mike. Talking yeah, talking it out. It out. Those mm-hmm. are like Bachelor Nation. Podcasts. Yeah. So they're paying them, probably giving them like a hundred k a year. Like a little chunk of that money, probably not a mm-hmm. lot. And probably bonuses. Maybe. We don't know. We're just speculating. Let's get to the episode, the third episode of The Bachelor. Oh, there's another drama. Okay. Did you hear about um, Nate was spotted with Deandra? from Paradise? Remember Deandra, the light-skinned black girl? Yes. Nate was spotted with her and people are like kind of speculating that they're like dating or Nate and her have a thing. And she are you currently talking about lives- Michelle's Nate? Yes, Michelle Nate. She currently lives in LA and he's moving to LA. Nate, Nate is, is moving, moving to, to LA. Yeah. Yes. What do you think if, you know, her and Minnie? Yes. I mean, they huh? look, they make a fine couple. Whatever, listen. Whatever these kids want to do, let them do it. Okay, listen. Y'all grown, just do y'all thing. I could care less. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm just if been he here would to be want entertained. to move on with someone, I would be happy if it's someone from like the Bachelor franchise, so that we can just continue to like keep up with him. I guess I don't because if it's much. someone that's not from the Bachelor franchise, I don't think anyone will care. Mm. Oh, like Ivan, and they're both African. Like Ivan. I think they're, I yeah, I think they're like a good match because they're both African. What are you trying to say? So if someone say. is not African and they're dating an African, uh, non-African. I mean, if someone is African and they're dating a non-African and a non-African, they're not a good match. 
No, I'm saying like I'm saying they have something in common. It's it's like when you're Haitian okay. and you're dating someone that's not Haitian. Yeah, but that is there's mean a lot a good of dialogue that of you. No, there's a lot of like dialogue where you're like, uh, yeah, that person. But won't there's get a it. lot of dialogues in Africa. Like just because you're African doesn't mean you have the same dialect. So oh, yeah, that's the, another dialect. thing. So if they're from different tribes, if they're from different part of Africa, because Africa is huge. Okay, so which part? East Africa, but South Africa, West Africa. You, <laughs> it's so something. So you don't that know. You can bond they're over. both Nigerian. Do my voice sound like I'm tired? Yeah, but it's okay. We can move on. But no one to what I was say saying. anything. Like, I'm so tired. I'm doing this podcast. Anyway, like, let's go back let's to what about we were tired talking my about. Voice <laughs> no, it's fine. Mine is tired too. But um, yeah, so no, mine's dating. Really tired. It's fine. Uh, to me, it doesn't sound that bad. But if they're really okay. dating, then good for them. It doesn't matter what, they're really where they're dating. from. I just feel like I don't think they're really dating. I just feel like people are just making. But it seems like he's enjoying himself a <sighs> lot. Like he doesn't look like somebody that's hurting versus Michelle, who's not really posting that much. And Michelle looks like she's a little more hit by this than he is because he's out here just mm. in having fun. Oh, did you hear? Kate no. in Bristol went on her podcast announcing that Michelle was blindsided by the breakup. So that goes to tell you that Nate is actually the one who broke up with her. What? Yeah. Caitlin Bristol talks about how Michelle was blindsided by the breakup. No way. Mm-hmm. So Nate just, oh, so Nate is a little player. And then she says that, you know, she said that she has been, you know, talking to um Michelle. And basically her observation is that, did he just need, did he just want the attention? Like why? Like why did he do that? Like that was her observation, Caitlin Burst's observation. So that goes to tell me, like everything was pretty much calculated on his part. That's why that's he couldn't express thought. that he loved her. Hmm? That's why it was hard for him to say that. He yeah, loved he her. wasn't ready. I think it's more like he wasn't ready. And then there's another like fan account that was basically saying which it was weird it was like a a person a user like a person who created a fake profile and then commented that michelle i feel like it's probably nate or nate friend but somebody commented that oh like um michelle and nate were not compatible there's um i don't know if you guys saw an interview that um Michelle and Nate did, but he mentioned that Michelle um actually has a lot of like Michelle points points out a lot of flaws that um Nate has. So like that account was kind of like saying something like that, but the account didn't have no followers, so it made me feel like it was someone from Nate's side that was kind of posting that. Like Michelle was yeah, complaining trolls. about um Nate having a lot of flaws. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's move on from them. I feel like we're going to be stuck talking about them all the time because <laughs> their season was the one that we were invested why they broke at. up. That's what we're going to do. That's true. I mean, eventually we'll figure it out. Eventually they'll we'll we'll know the real reason if ever. Um, but I don't anyway, think we will. Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, I want to dive into tonight's episode. Well, the 
latest episode of The Bachelorette. The two bachelorettes, Rachel and Gabby season continues and it was pretty interesting night and I love where it's going so far. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Uh, I feel like... We're not um, going to go in chronological order, guys, because honestly, you just have to watch the show to kind of like know what's happening. We're just going to really okay. just talk about everything that just happened that kind of like interests You don't us, have to say that. Me. You don't have to I don't want to go in chronological order. I just want to talk about No, I'm just saying we don't me. have to say that. Like, we have been recording. We have like 28 episodes out. If someone is listening to us... Obviously, they watched the show. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Well, you guys know what I mean. I mean, I feel like a lot lot of people, I don't know. I don't know if it's some reason. I feel like maybe not a lot of people still watch because it's just, I don't know. Never mind. I guess you're right. If you're listening to us, you know we're recapping. Yeah, because I don't I understand think everybody why you're that, that, that wants to listen to us know what we're talking about. I know we're guys, we're still kind of like in the insecure phase where we're not sure if people actually listen to us. So I can understand <laughs> why you're saying even that. Though our, even though our thing says that there are listeners, but we don't know which one they are. <laughs> so I get it. I get it. We're still new to um doing this thing but anyway so what i my thought about the episode um i didn't quite like how it was highly produced like i feel like it was highly produced and that there was mm. there there was a storyline for this episode and they were pushing that storyline heavy so like in the beginning yeah. when you see that rachel goes out on a date who did she go out on a date wait was it um do you remember his name rachel Yes, it was Zach. Okay, so when Rachel went out on a date with Zach, they show you that Gabby goes to the mansion to try to hang out with the guys. And they kind of gave that same, I guess, storyline where Michelle went out and was trying to like (laughs) hang out with the boys, but the boys Mm -hmm. weren't really paying attention to her. her. They were kind of like trying to like have small talk with each other. So basically they showed that Gabby goes to um, the mansion and try to like mingle with the boys and none of them were actually giving her attention, which is a stupid storyline because how do they expect one of the guys to give her like one, like one-on-one time when they still haven't decided if, you know, one of them is pursuing Gabby only. Like they still haven't decided like who they are pursuing this is still kind of new to them because they gave them two bachelorettes so it's kind of weird for you to like okay like what do I do at this point do I just go and try to like pursue Gabby or do I just try to talk to them when they're both here like I just feel like it's just the rules are not set so I don't understand why Gabby expected them to give her like one-on-one time And then in the fact that like after she left, she was kind of like crying that no one was like, you know, paying attention to her. But at the same time, I feel like the producers were asking her question, like, how did you feel that no one came to you? Like, I don't know. It was highly produced. I didn't like that. Yeah. What about you? How do you feel? I I keep talking um, a lot. I think it was necessary as I'm going to talk from a producer point of view 
I'm not a producer or anything, but from a producer's mm-hmm. perspective, I think it was needed because these past couple episodes to me weren't as interesting. And I think mm-hmm. they need that kind of storyline because that's what keeps people intrigued. And that's what keeps people, um, you know, more interested to watch what's going to happen next. And that's what it did for me. So I okay, think that storyline is, I, I'm telling you, I feel like that storyline was um, well needed and Good. it was okay. successful. Yeah, I think it was successful because at the end of the day, those things are real, but the way that they will project those on television is what's going to keep us kind of gravitated towards. But it was that so show. unnatural. I don't, I don't think know if so. I'm, I, I'm seeing it in a I producer lens, but I mean, it seems I see, I see, very unnatural. I see what you're saying in terms of so it was unnatural, but are you saying Gabby's that good of a crier? that she's able to do all those fake tears or those things were real things that were happening no, in the I'm moment. Not, no, and producers were, were able to take those situations and little scenarios and make it into that storyline because that's exactly yeah. what happened. For you to be a good producer, it's not necessarily that everything is going to be like fabricated. You know, it could be where mm-hmm. be- there are certain things that are happening. So what you do is you accentuate on those moments and you make it become a storyline so that okay, it can well, it be was more highly- interested. It was highly it was produced. Highly Let's just put it that way. It was highly and successfully highly produced. produced. To the point where I'm like, okay, guys, like, why, <laughs> why are you guys doing this to this girl? I know, then she but, goes to a group But it was date. balanced, though. It was balanced. It was really balanced. <sighs> Not because really. You see, it, I think it was balanced. The reason why I'm saying that, because you see how it almost appeared as if Gabby was the one that was going to have the struggle throughout the whole episode. Although Rachel was having somewhat of a better day than she yeah. was. But at the end, I feel like it became balanced because it made her also get out of your head because this could also happen to you. You know, because yeah. just because you see you going, you have it good right now, the rejection mm-hmm. was needed for her as, as well. And I think it was also needed for Gabby not to feel alone in the way that she was feeling. Now, in this instant. um, Okay. All right. So now, okay. What did you think about the date with Rachel? Because I feel like we have to go in chronological order. I guess. Um. What did you I think, think about that the date with the date with Rachel was really nice. I just don't think really whether or not I don't really know whether or not that guy actually is interested in her. Zach? I don't know whether or not Zach is really like falling for her or is it because the whole scenario of seeing his mom, seeing her childhood is what really is just bringing all those little emotions and adrenaline to make him feel that way. Because the way he was describing it, it was just like, man, this date went so well that I'm falling hard. Are you really, though, falling hard? I think I mean, he is. In that, like, in that moment, I was looking at him like, is, is this guy serious right now? But then I'm like, you know what? I was in that actor. scenario. But no, no listen. Like, well, as I was watching it, I'm like, why is, why are they crying? Why is he saying he's falling? Like, I don't understand, right? But then I'm like, you know what? If I was in that scenario where it's literally a scenario for me to actually be in love, be vulnerable, fall for someone, the guy is attractive. He's saying mm-hmm. all the right thing. I'm in a nice mm-hmm. date. I think I would probably be like them and be like, I think I'm falling for this person. <laughs> and so you see, like, that's, I don't blame them. I kind of believe that they are falling. 
No, and that's exactly where I'm coming from when it comes to like, are you really falling though? Or is it just those adrenaline coming from the date that you just you just had or the date that you're having right now? Because all of this is basically set a setup for you to feel those feelings because you're alone. You had this big movie premiere, like you're on cloud Absolutely. nine. You feel good. You see mm-hmm. your family telling you they love you. You're seeing your childhood memories, which you know, could be good memories for you. You know, maybe for Gabby, it wouldn't be so good. I thought about her when I was watching that part. I'm like, oh, poor Gabby. If she's seen that, I probably got her emotional thinking her mom doesn't love her. I, I feel really sad about that, but I'm jumping the gun here. But yeah, so being in that little scenario probably would have made them, made him feel that way. And I don't know if I trust really that he really does feel like he's falling. But that's just my opinion. I think we'll, I trust we'll just have it. I to think see it was later. a cute date. I feel like they actually look so. cute together. Yeah, they, for the most honestly, part. the Surface movie level. premiere thing. Yeah, the movie premiere. Um, them walking in. They really does. They really do look good together. Okay, really so are we nice. putting him in um Gab um Rachel's top three? I think I am. Yeah, I think I am. Yeah, we're putting him in Rachel's top three. All yeah. Right, so now we move on. One of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we move on to the group date. Yeah. Group date. Right? I think so. Was it group date? Yeah, it was or a Gabby's photo date? shoot. Oh, it, it was, was a group photo date photo shoot. Yeah, and then Gabby didn't have a, a, a... Oh, yeah, she did. Gabby did have a, a date, but I think it was after. Yeah, that's no, after. No, no, no. So, like, the photo so, shoot. No, no, no. Actually, Gabby's um group date was first and then the photo shoot group date. Oh, okay. So let's so talk about um, we see Gabby's. Gabby's group date with uh, Eric. Er- Eric or Erich. 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 I think it's yeah, Eric. So he's somebody needs to pronounce his name. <laughs> it's Erich. But Erich? they call him Eric. They call him Eric on the show. They call him Eric. I guess I don't know. I'm just gonna call him. Yeah, because he was like, <laughs> she was like, I, I something deserved to be loved by. S- Someone now, like Eric. Yeah. Okay, what did I you think about like the group day? I really, no, no, not group day. I'm talking about Gabby's date right now. Okay. I, I think, feel like Gabby is way more into him than he is than into he her. he is into yep. her. Because you he wasn't this giving well. me much. He wasn't either. He's, he's, he's very like the spontaneous. cool guy that's like, uh, I'm just trying to see if I really like you, girl. Like, let's yeah. take it easy. Yeah, I really don't and her, see she's Eric like, with her. I want to be vulnerable be right away. I don't see huh? Eric with her at all. That's just my Me personal opinion. And I could already foresee Eric breaking their heart. Yeah, or her heart. I think Eric will bring, I think Eric will break her heart. Yeah, I think, I think she's going to like Because I feel like she's Eric. so drawn to him. And mm-hmm. she feels so safe. And Eric, Eric just looked like he has that presence, that calming mm-hmm. presence, that you know, like I'm cute and everything, and calm. I think he feels like he's too attractive for her already. I don't he's think so. Like I'm not gonna guys. go that far where I think he think he's all that, but I do think that there's not really that ki- real chemistry that we are looking for between because them. he's not giving it in all the way. Yeah, he's, he's not. not smitten with her. I don't think so. I don't think you can't see because when a guy's excited about you, you can see it. When a guy is feeling you, you can see it. And I think yeah. Nate is definitely feeling Gabby more than any of these men mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's just because that's who Nate is or yeah. within his personality, but he 
looks a lot more interested in Gabby than the rest of the of these men. But I I, I appreciated the date with her and Erich, and I think she felt safe in the conversation she was having when she was mm-hmm. feeling like, you know, we saw her kind of like really broke down and not being able to express the lack of motherly love that she didn't receive when she grew up, you know? And I think that must have been the hardest thing for her to do um, or to the hardest situation for her to be in. And although I do think Eric could have handled it a lot better, but I think he still gave her enough for her to feel a little more secure. And that's why she expressed those feelings towards him and like, I'll be so lucky. I deserve to be loved by someone like him. Anything? (laughs) No, no. He gave her just enough. But I think because she's so attracted to her, to him, that Mm -hmm. that small thing he gave was just enough for her. If that makes sense. Exactly. If he if he didn't give anything at all, now I'm pretty sure that would have broke her. But considering that he was, you know, she was going through all of that, he had to kind of give something but he gave her just enough for her you know mm-hmm. what did he give her what What was that enough it's just the you know hey you that's what make you know that even him saying that's what makes you who you are and you came out of this situation and this made you unique and you know like those words kind of like validating that you are the way you are because of the things that you've been through and I can understand you know things like that like he gave her those that little words you know even if you're not attracted sure. to somebody, you're going to try to, like, make them feel good. And he did mm-hmm. that. Okay. But I did like how she kind of, like, went and sat on his lap. It makes me feel like she's the type of girl who wants to be, like, cuddled. Cuddled. Like, like yeah. Cuddle. Yeah. I thought that I was, was going to mention move. that. Yeah. I, I she thought she did it twice. To, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she did it twice. And, yeah, she just wants that security. And I thought that was cute, too. And and she yeah. said it herself. She's like sitting on your lap, making you feel I don't know, like loved and you know secure. And you could tell like she's she's dealing with a lot of insecurities from her childhood. And this is gonna be a very unique journey for her. But I believe she's a strong woman, so she'll be able to handle it. She'll be fine. And yeah. these are all those but things I- that you have to consider when you get into a relationship. All those you know childhood traumas and things that shapes you. And the things that you have yeah. to bring in, and you, and I felt sad that she mentioned that you know I'm not your typical bachelorette, and she she actually compared herself to Rachel. I don't know how you felt about that one. Do you remember when she said that? I know. Yeah, she said it's not like I'm comparing myself, but I'm like, but you are, and you should yeah, stop she, doing that. She showed a lot of insecurities because in you're that unique and you're beautiful as well, and I don't know, but yeah. And she felt like, you know, I'm not Rachel. Like, maybe Rachel is easier to be loved. And, you know, she said all of that. Like, why did she say that? I don't understand. Like, all of her insecurities basically was shown throughout that episode. Yeah. But But she was real. And I like that. She was, exactly. I was going to say that she was real. She was being human. human. Yeah. And that's what makes her, you know, lovable. (laughs) Exactly. That's true. Okay, moving on. I think Eric still will be one of her final four. And he's going to just try to make sure he leave right on time. You know? <laughs> I feel like he's going to be the one that's going to, like, walk away. 
So who's Gabby's top three? I think Nate. So now um, we, for Gabby, we already have Nate and Eric. Those two. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then and for, for um, Rachel, for Rachel, we have, we have Zach, Zach and Tino. And because I still say, think. Oh, yeah. Tino. I was going to say Avon. Oh, yeah. I think Avon too. Avin. So we already have Avon, Tino and Zach. And for Gabby, I have two right now. I don't know about who's going to be the other four. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. talk about the group date. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot believe Jacob. What do you mean? I cannot believe Jacob. What did he do? So first of all, I don't like how the producer kept sending all the guys that were for Rachel to Gabby. Like, come on now. You literally sending all these guys to be like, hey, you're a great person, but I'm here for Rachel. Another guy come back. Hey, you're a great person, but I'm here for Rachel. I would feel bad too. I feel like, oh my gosh, what are they trying to say here? Like, I'm not worth it. Like, that's kind of weird because at that point, there was no like, oh, hey, like, it's still, they were in still like exploring mode. So the fact that they kept sending those guys that kept saying, I'm here for Rachel, is basically like, okay, I guess Rachel should be the bachelorette and I shouldn't be here. Right. And um, do you think that it was really a move set by the producers or the, the guys really Because just... there was plenty of guys that were here for Gabby. They weren't right. sending those guys. I think they were just trying to push the narrative like, okay, we guys, you guys have to split now. It's time for us to send people yep. home and then Rachel get this person and Gabby get this person. Yep, That's why I they agree. kept doing that. Producers were doing their job with that one. It was working. It was sad, but it's like you know what's crazy. Chris Jenner. (laughs) What? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Chris Jenner worked hard so that she can try to stir drama. There's always this meme on social media that Chris Jenner works really hard so that she can make sure the Kardashian has like good storylines for their show. So every bad thing that happened to them, they blame it on Chris Jenner. So basically, that's wow. the, so they think um, their mo- own mother is sabotaging their children. Yeah, basically, what's that's what's that happening mean? to the bachelorette. Why are they sabotaging their leads? Why are they making their leads feel insecure just so they <laughs> could get some drama? Yeah. Um. Anyway, this is this is what television is like, and you just have to get I used know. to that. This is what television looks like. They will try to get in your head. But it was a good head. episode. Yeah, they will try to get in your head. And it looks like there's this thing out there that's like, oh, you don't protect your leads. And, you know, I think they say that. They, like, say it a lot. They're like, well, you don't protect your leads. And I guess they, it's not about protection when it comes to being on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It's really about, are you strong enough to go through with it? That's really what it is about. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. Are you strong enough mentally, emotionally to handle the pressure because it's about to be on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the group date was interesting to me. You know why? Why? Because I think it was very, it was like a decision, I guess. It was like, I felt like more like a strategy coming out the strategy that we got 
kind of like came from the group date being so that went so poorly. I think the strategy that we got that the men had to accept the roles from the women that they believed that they were here for. Mm-hmm. All of that came from the group, um, the group date going so badly um, with Gabby. Yeah. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I do prefer having two bachelorettes because realistically speaking, if all these men were here, they were going to try to force a relationship with one of the girls, even if they that wouldn't be their type. Like, that's not the type of person they would date. But all of them would just try to, like, say, I like this about you. I like that about you. But now that there's two people, then you really get to see who really like this, bad, like Rachel, or who really likes Gabby. Because it's not forced. It's like, okay. I think in the real world, I gravitate to ones to someone like Rachel or in the real world, I would pursue someone like Gabby. So I kind of love that idea because it doesn't seem like they're forcing a relationship with someone that they really wouldn't date outside of the bubble, which is the bachelor bubble. You get it? Yeah, I do. Do you, see, do you feel like? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Now, let's say was all the things that the man really told Gabby was necessary, though. Because I don't think the producers would tell them to say that to her. There was oh. some things said Jacob. about her being Jacob or whoever said it, say that she was a little rough around the edges. And then there was one well, that, that was, was saying that she that was, was hey, Aiden. Aiden, or whoever Aiden? that was. And I think he went home. The one that looks good. like grocery store Joe. He no, didn't he go didn't home, actually. He didn't he say stayed. that. Oh, he stayed. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that. Yeah, the one that says that you're a little bit rough around the edges was, um, I believe, Aiden. And no. he actually did not go home. He looked Are like you sure he's the one that though. said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's the one that said that. Jacob said that if you were the only person here, I wouldn't even stay. That oh was unnecessary. Oh, shoot. That yeah. was unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little hurtful. And he went home, right? Yeah. He went home. Jacob Good. Jacob definitely went home. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad he did. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. And I think what ended up happening is. Okay. So now let's, let's go to the cocktail party that didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> oh my god i don't know why okay the reason you know what you want to know why i'm laughing why i honestly feel like this is how they those people that went home were played producers were like so tell me right now who you're interested in and they were like oh yeah i'm here for gabby i'm gonna go with gabby Knowing mm-hmm. thing well, Gabby's not going to be giving them a rose tonight, right? They mm-hmm. made Rachel ask them to give him the rose. And Rachel's like, okay, I guess those people are here for me. So I'm going to give them the rose. Or maybe I want to just pursue them. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel asks them and they expect, so they turn down the the rose, like expecting to be getting one from Gabby because they turned it out so that they can be with Gabby mm-hmm. and they ended up going home and those basically were men that were going to go home anyway that ended up going home 
Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's what happened. And Rachel was when just Rachel playing. was getting rejected, and after she looks, other, yeah, she. Looks, do you think the producer told her which name to call first, second, and third, or yeah. the way they edited it, they made it seem like she was getting rejected one after the other? No, 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 no. She was getting rejected one after the other because remember the guy was like, oh, wow, another guy didn't come out. Oh, shoot, another. Nobody came out. Nobody has came out. Yeah, because I liked how the so guy why were. Would, why would they, Um, do you think the producer told her to name, to call these people who were, do you think those the producer told her to call these people who are going to reject her one after the other? Like, did do you I feel like know. they gave her a list Honestly, of names? I don't think, to be honest, the producer doesn't tell. I don't think they tell you what to do. So she they honestly probably, got rejected that bad. Yeah, by I think these so. Guys. I think so. But I think what they do is put things in certain situations so that it can happen a certain way. Good producers don't necessarily have to tell you what to do. You have to be a very good manipulator. Psychologically, you have to be very, very good at psychoanalyzing things so you can get the behavior you want out of humans because humans are sometimes predictable. And so if you can situate things in a way that will make them give you the reaction you want from them, it could be easier. It could be easily done that way, you know, without you having to tell them exactly, Hey, do this. Okay. That's my opinion and my perspective on this looking outside. Oh, child. It was a serious episode though. So now we have um, a lot of people went home that night, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the all, whip, the guys that rejected like, the rose. Yeah, I feel like six people went home, which is good. So now let's break it down. All of Rachel's men who accepted the rose are Avon, Ethan, Hayden, Jordan, Logan, Tino, Tyler, Zach, and James. All right. And so we Gabby's have, men's are. Eric, Jason, Johnny, Kirk, Mario, which is the guy who got the first impression, Rose, Michael, which I haven't heard any, like, I haven't heard a word from this guy, Michael, Nate. I like Quincy. Do you like Quincy? I kind of like him. Yeah. Yeah. Quincy is just going to be friend zoned. And then Spencer. Oh, definitely. And then Spencer. I don't think I've heard much about Spencer, but. I think it's going to go far with Spencer. Who you feel is going to be Gabby's like final four? <coughs> Nate. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric or Eric. I think might be Kirk and Mario. I feel like it's going to be Nate, Eric, Jason. Oh, yeah, Jason. And Spencer. Yeah, you're right. I think it might be Jason. I think Eric, Jason, Nate, and Spencer. Mario is going to go home. Yeah, Mario is not going to be there. I don't know why I said his name. Okay, what about Rachel? Um, Rachel. (sighs) Hmm. Tino for sure. Mm-hmm. Hayden. Zach for sure. You think and... it's gonna be Hayden? Never mind, not Hayden. Because Hayden was the oh, one that rejected. Hayden is the one 
that's what Gabby, she's he's a little bit. Yeah, not on. Hayden, sorry. Tino, Avon, Zach, and Tyler. Same here. Not even Logan. Not even Logan or James. Logan, did you see in the preview that Logan is going to tell um, Rachel that I feel like I had a connection with Gabby? Oh, I didn't see that, but it's fine. Yeah, that was in the preview. So Logan, yeah, Logan might looks... switch back. Yeah, that's true. Uh, at this point, if the men were smart, they would have just accepted the roles and then switched later. <laughs> Let me stop. That's actually yeah. Not but now good. they have like the same amount of men: nine men for Gabby yeah. and nine yeah. for Rachel. I think this is going to be fun because it's going to be just like the um, the drill the millionaire. Mm. You know what that is? Oh drill yeah, the millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, this was such a good episode. I I liked it, and I love that now they've kind of like individualize their own journey and they exactly. are going to partake in this, you know, individually because they are unique yeah. and they are different, very, yes. very different from each other. And the fact that they just made it very clear now, hey, listen, now it's time. You pick us or you leave, you know, and I think it's going to be better that way. And Same they here. are going to be in Paris, Paris for the I next know. episode. So exciting. We've been to, to, Paris. to Paris. It was amazing. We have to go back. Yeah, we have to go back and spend a lot more days there. We spent like, like a week. I think that's enough. But No, I think we should probably do a two two weeks because I want to go to the countryside of Paris. I don't know if you've ever oh, been there. Yes, I feel like it's a totally right. different countryside. vibe. The countryside. Oh, I feel like it'll be so much better. That is so true. Because we were so in the city, and I think we need to go to like Apple Italy World and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah we, we need, need to, to go do to a Italy. whole tour of Europe. That's what we need to do. That's true. Like, okay, I guess three weeks of vacationing. Yeah, I agree. I can't wait to be able to do that. <laughs> so we will be able Anywho. to do it next year. Yeah, true. Do people need anyway. the vaccine to travel? Uh, yes, some some countries actually been mandating that, especially okay, now with the I COVID guess I'm cases. I'm gonna be staying in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, now that the vaccine is, I mean, COVID is kind of like numbers are rising up again. So, yeah, definitely. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I I sounded really tired recording this, but um, yeah, I promise next episode I'll have way more energy. I'm kidding. I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode and let us know what you think. Um, don't forget to also leave a five-star review, please. Yes, we are. Please engage excited. with us. We know you listen. To have you on the podcast. Okay, that's bad singing enough. That's going to probably just... Um, make you run away but anyway thank you guys and we'll talk to you next time and now we're off with Obel and Naika we need Bye. some okay we need to get one of the people that were on this season to um um come in we need to interview someone from this season just like we did last year with Marlena we need yes. to find someone who do you want okay um I, I don't know yet but we'll we'll talk about that when we get off air Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye guys. <laughs>